Liz Tahura, if it's a Wednesday morning, we are connecting. Um, nice to see you. Nice to see you as well in um, these strange times. <laughs> we, were, we were just talking before we came on. Uh, definitely strange times. Uh, you are in Colorado. We are here, obviously, in Toronto. And um, trend lines in both places seem to be going the similar way. Approaches to how we deal with it, uh, somewhat similar. But yes, strange times for the next several months, I believe. Yep. On okay. the positive note, I think, uh, people seem to like buying cannabis, uh, even in strange times. Absolutely. I mean, we saw that play out, of course, with the last uh, real surge and the last time that, that our lives were disrupted by, by COVID in the spring. Um, and of course, as we know, it lines up with, with general consumer behavior. Uh, when we look at the, the consumer numbers and up in Canada, uh, it is very similar to in the US. So uh, when we look at preferences for how and when to consume, you know, uh, consumers tend to prefer to consume alone, one-on-one -on -one or in small groups. Uh, so fits very well. Uh, COVID the friendly. Current, <laughs> the current state of it's, being. Yes, it's the COVID friendly option. Um, yes, it is. You are going to be speaking at an event we are hosting with our friends and partners at Torque and Mains on December 10th. It's really all about retail. It's our Cannabis Retail 2021, a look ahead, which is great. And we have a lot of interest in this. And you're going to be presenting. And I want to talk through a little bit of what you'll be talking about. And it's sort of right in your wheelhouse, both because by design, but also because it's super important for retailers to understand the lay of the land, like about their consumers, about their, their specific markets, and about, let's say, like product trends and what people are buying. Does that make sense? Can we talk through a little bit of that and tease people just a little? Absolutely. And you kind of nailed it. Uh, we're really looking forward to the event. It's going to be um, a lot of fun. And, and I'm looking forward to learning from all the other retail experts that are going to be speaking and participating. Um, yeah, what I'll be focusing on is just a little bit of um, a tutorial or an explanation or a deep dive into the ways that we think about uh, making data back decisions and, and how that fits into sort of the business plan and, and some of those major decisions for retailers. And you hit the nail right on the head with the three sort of buckets that I want to look at. Um, I think understanding your consumer, incredibly important. Understanding the market, also um, a, a, a really important factor. And then understanding, to your point, the brands and product trends. So when we think about understanding your consumer, um, it's like just that little tidbit I just mentioned about how and when consumers prefer um, to consume cannabis versus, let's say, alcohol or, or other, um, other um, what's the word I'm looking for? Products, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. I only, I, I'm only into cannabis, so I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so we'll dive into a little bit and we'll use some examples as well, Jay, when we talk through this. So it won't just be uh, lecturing at you. We'll, we'll use some real world examples and hopefully provide some of these actual um, insights into what's going on in Canada with the cannabis consumer. Uh, so understanding those need states, those motivations, those buying decisions, um, and then diving in even a little bit deeper and thinking about different consumer personas and how you can use consumer segmentation to your advantage. So understanding consumers as a whole is great um, and understanding the majorities and, and those types of uh, big bucket, as I like to think about it, insights are, are really helpful. But when you can really dive in and start to understand who these various consumer segments are and what their specific interactions with cannabis look like, what their very specific motivations are and how that fits into their lifestyles and, and really who they are 
um, holistically outside of their cannabis consumption. Um, so BDSA has identified six consumer segments and four non-consumer segments. You hear me talk about consumers, acceptors, rejectors very, very often, of course, uh, those consumers being those who are consuming currently, acceptors, those who are open to in the future, and the rejectors, those who, um, at least for now, say, uh, no thanks, not for me. Uh, so being able to really understand who those consumers are, what their motivations are, when they're consuming, why they're consuming, allows you to, uh, to better speak to those consumers, uh, whether it be one-on-one -on -one or in your marketing messaging, to make sure that the, uh, the value proposition, the benefits, the, um, the statements that you're, that you're using to talk about the product, and the product, ultimately the products that you're offering uh, line up well with those consumer motivations and then those sort of need states and desires. Um, on the sort of on the flip side there, when you're thinking about, okay, well, we better understand which products uh, we need to carry on our shelves. What, what do we need to stock on our shelves? That's really where our, um, our retail sales tracking uh, or what is also commonly known as scan data um, can really come in. And so that's diving in to understand you. I'm sure most retailers, if not all retailers, have a really great handle on what's selling best in their stores. And perhaps through some of the province data, some, um, some kind of high level insight into you know, sort of what's selling best as a whole. Um, but being able to really get in and look at your data side by side and benchmark yourself against the rest of the market, uh, whatever your addressable market may be, can help you identify a product trends that you may be missing or understocking, uh, really understand which product categories are trending so that you can be ahead of the curve and thinking about not just what to stock my shelves today, but kind of being able to think a little bit ahead of time and well, what's coming down the pike and, and where do we want to go? Gummies and beverages being such a great example of that. You know, we talked about that all summer, Jay, um, as those two emerging trends were going to be coming up and now we're, we're seeing that play out. Um, you look at the Alberta data, for example, and you see that, that beverage trend line, you see that uh, candies trend line, same thing in BC, same thing in, um, in, in Ontario and the other, uh, other provinces as well. It's that, it's that exact thing, what you just said, because I think there are retailers, of course, who are um, whether they're looking at it this way, but like have their in-store data, of course, because they know both anecdotally because they know what's selling, but also because they know their sort of inventory with the But that's, that's, I think that's almost checkers, right? Like that's, that's plain checkers. Like, great, you get it in, it comes out. You sort of know that on a day-to-day -day basis or week-to-week -week basis, and you have to reorder and all those things. But like, that's really checkers. Chess is what's coming, but also within the framework of what I do have, what could I also be carrying, which actually might be better markup? Like all those things, this is a complicated game, like chess is, unlike checkers. Um, and, and this is where the differentiation happens, I think, between ones that will be successful and ones that don't, I believe, but I'm interested in what you think, because you've seen it happen in other places too. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. And I, and I love that you're bringing up checkers and chess because I've just recently become addicted to the Queen's Gambit on Netflix. So We're already done. So yes. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> uh, but but yes, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And that also ties in um, another theme that that those who have sort of followed along in our conversations might have might have heard us talk about in the past, but something I'll certainly talk about in our presentation. Um, and that's taking it one step further. And what can you learn from proxy markets and other markets, especially as it pertains to that what's next? Um, and that's where having that visibility cross-border 
Uh, so looking at both US markets and Canadian markets and being able to understand what's going on in Colorado, what's going on in California, are there trends that are being incubated in those markets that are gonna come cross the border uh, that we can start to be prepared for in advance, especially as we think about 2021 planning, um, you know, what should we be paying attention to? Where should we be, where should we, we, we be looking for the sort of what's next uh, when it comes to cannabis and vice versa. I tell the same thing to my, uh, my US clients, by the way, pay attention to what's going on, especially of course, as it pertains to beverages, but some other trends, product trends as well, pay attention to what's happening in Canada, pay attention to, to where the trends are going in Ontario, pay attention to where the trends are going in BC, um, because we're going to start to see more and more of that cross-border uh, pickup. Yeah, it's interesting. And, and I don't know how Canada is going to deal with this. And this is an anecdote, but a couple of the podcasts I'm listening to have U.S. CBD brands advertised, like live reads within the podcast, which some of those brands are actually here too, or will be soon. It's like, I don't know how are we going to govern that, but it really is not that it's going to be one market, but there will be, and there already are cross-border brands we think of wine of gummies and um, bang chocolates and a couple of others like they are cross-border yeah, brands absolutely. and which is interesting I think as a trend line to watch in 2021 because I think we'll see more and more of that as more U.S. states come online as you know as more brands sort of build out here or as companies here look to add brands to their portfolio. Absolutely and that, that last one's a really great one too being able to um, get almost a crystal ball when the U.S. brands start coming into the Canadian market to go in and look and see, well, how have they been performing for the past three years in Colorado or California or Massachusetts or Illinois or you know, whatever that state may be. Um, again, it's, you know, there are certainly differences market to market, uh, but we have a saying at, at BDSA that, that consumers tend to behave, all things else held equal, they tend to behave similarly. Um, as opposed to differently when you look at things like consumption preferences. I mean, gummy is just a, such a great example of that. Um, we see market by market by market that is one of, if not the most popular um, edibles products um, and certainly see that playing out in, in Canada as well. And it makes sense, you know, and especially um, tying it back to our, our sort of impending uh, COVID uh, situation, you think about the top three reasons for consuming gummies um, up in Canada, and it's number one, relax, be mellow, number two, sleep better, and number three, uh, relieve pain. Uh, so gummies fit really well a, into that sort of portable, easy to consume package, um, and also, of course, um, fit very well into soothing <laughs> all three of those challenges. <laughs> It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good triumvirate to, to get into Absolutely. right now. <laughs> uh, well, Liz, we look forward to your presentation on the 10th. Uh, we love connecting with you on Wednesdays. This is super helpful to think about how retailers should think about uh, 2021 on, you know, from market, from consumer, from trends, from, from products. And so we thank you for this little bit of a teaser. We look forward to you on the 10th. And those that are listening and watching, um, go to our website, businessofcannabis.ca, go to the events page, and you will be able to sign up for this event on the 10th. It's all day. It's online. Um, so tune in. Liz Tahura from BDSA, thanks for being here. Thanks, Jay.